The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and this is Everyday Peace. I am super excited to be here with you today as we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. And if you can, just take a moment and breathe on that point. I often do. I I feel myself starting to inhale and exhale purposefully when I say that um, peace every day, whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Even in the midst of what you believe you are experiencing right now, that peace is available to us. So on this program, we talk about the philosophy of everyday peace as a system for us to achieve our next level of greatness. We also bring the guests and the topics that highlight opportunities for us to learn and to grow. And of course, to laugh, because as I often say, what is life without a little bit of laughter? Actually, I like a lot of laughter. Let me just be honest. I like a lot of laughter because it makes the journey much more pleasurable. There is something about that smiling and laughter that really excites me. And I hope it excites you too. So before I bring on our guests, I want to tell you, tribe, let me welcome you as an everyday peacemaker. On this channel and on my website, you can learn more about me, Dr. Drayvon James, and Everyday Peace. You can visit my website at drdrayvonjames.com to get words of wisdom, encouragement, contact information. If you're here to to learn about our Leaders in High Heels, you're in the right place. Um, Visit that website and you'll learn all about that. Leaders in High Heels, as you know, is our free Facebook group for teaching leadership skills from a place that is authentic. Uh, authentic place. Also on my website, drdravonjames.com, you've got lots of free stuff there. Things to boost your confidence, your self-esteem, ways to handle life in a way that makes you and really puts you in touch with your wholeness, that peace, that internal peace. So visit the website, Dr. Drayvon James. Um, Bookmark it, visit it often as we try to keep you updated with everything that's going on. This is our year of... 2022, and we have the theme of it's time to improve my life. I love that phrase said in the first person because it puts us in ownership of where we are going, how we are perceiving things. If it's going to be, it's up to me, right? So and you insert your name in the me part there, but if it's going to be, it's up to me. We have a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous guest for us today. I'm super excited about this guest. His name is Robbie. Pathuria. He is the author of Happy Soul, Hungry Mind. I love that title, Happy Soul, Hungry Mind. Now, Rabia, Ravi, excuse me, Kathuria is a business thought leader, management consultant, and executive coach. 
He has been quoted by the likes of, Wall, of the Wall Street Journal, Forbes, NPR, and PBS Nightly Business Report. He is here today to discuss with us how to live our life to the fullest. Don't you want to know? Isn't that, isn't that, don't we want to know how to have a happy soul and a hungry mind? So I'm, I'm not, I'm going to stop right there. There's so much I could say about you. And I said before we came on the show to him that uh, some guests, I already know at the very beginning that uh, the topic is just what we need. Our show is about 30 minutes, so we won't get everything in, but do not worry. He will come back. So <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> I, I absolutely welcome back, Dr. James. <laughs> and and um, you asked me to call you Dravon, so I'll call you Dravon. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. And I promise you, as many times you call, I will show up. <laughs> Your you know? message is so necessary. I got to tell you, just I, I told you, I, I researched um, so much about you and, I, and beyond what I, I had, what I needed. But yes. in my intellect, but I needed more for my soul. So I kept going and I kept going and I kept going. And so I feel as though you and I are old friends. <laughs> yes, yes, we absolutely are kindred souls. And, and I and I appreciate you. Uh, we were talking about how all of this that exists, we all need these reminders, right? So when we come across stuff, it reminds us because many of us are almost all of us, we know that this exists, but when we receive the reminders, so it, it's so beautiful that uh, you and I are both reminders for each other. How how beautiful it is! Thank you, thank Hello. you for having me on the show and and uh, and 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 uh, allowing me to connect with you and and your listeners. How beautiful is that? Oh, we're so excited to have you. So Happy Soul, Hungry Mind um, uses uh, analytical and intuitive skills to remove the complexity and the confusion around spirituality. Right? I love also that you say somewhere in the writings that you remove even religion out of this. It, it, this is just on how we're going to get to the root of how to be happy, how to have this life. And you've, you've done this by removing any bias that we may have one way or the other. Just the, you've simplified it, you've demystified it. And I'm excited about that. Yes, and you know, thank you for bringing that up. What a, what a beautiful point. Um, for years, I would, I would uh, wonder about spirituality and I would wonder why it was so complex. Right. And, and I spent a, a good deal of my life thinking about that until I realized spirituality was not complex. It's the way others had put it and, and religion had come in and made spirituality complex. And then. Nope, I think you're frozen. Simple right. as we learning how to breathe right we we did not learn i mean what came naturally to us spirituality is natural it is simple it is practical and the point that you made spirituality does not discriminate it does not matter whether you are it does not matter whether you are religious or atheist it does not matter whether you believe in god or not because you have spirituality in you from the moment you were born no one can take it away from you and no one can give it to you, right? Religion is is all about, and I'm, I'm, I realize I got overexcited here, so I should calm down. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
religion uh, likes to judge. Whenever I hear religious leaders, they're always judging. They're always discriminating. And, and that breaks my heart because when you think about spirituality and what has been given to every human being on earth, every human being, it doesn't matter whether you're in America or in Asia. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or you're poor. It doesn't matter whether you're super intelligent or average intelligence. It doesn't matter whether you're a man, woman, transgender. It doesn't matter whether you're gay or straight. It does not matter. I cannot discriminate against you. Spirituality is something you already have. Right. So I don't know if you can hear me, but I think your mic just went out. No one can at do least, that. At least on my end, we, we lost you for a second there. Oh. But I, I just want to recap for our audience. Oh, that, am I that, back? Yeah, you're back. I can hear you now. Um, you know, we're we're okay. saying that spirituality is a gift. You say it in your, in your writing. Spirituality is a gift. Is a, it, 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 listen, what I hear you to be saying, Robbie, is yes. that it's here. It exists. You cannot, I cannot, we cannot be separated from this gift. Yes. However, what I know is that we can live a lifetime of ignoring it. And that's yes. where I love your work. And before we get into it, I want to just back up a little bit because I know a lot about you, but our audience needs to know who you are. I mentioned you are a great analytical mind, business yes. mind. Tell us a little bit about your history and how you got to the point in your life where you want to serve on this level. Yes, thank you. Uh, you know, I'm I'm living my life, and I have lived a life of an entrepreneur. I've started two companies. I have written a, a business book, and now I have written uh, this book on spirituality. And spirituality has been part of me uh, since I was young. Uh, I lived in a household where my parents were very spiritual, and I was introduced to all of that, but. I knew that there was something inside that was yearning, that was beckoning, right? It was it was inbuilt. I, I, I could not understand that. It, it has taken me many years to, to finally begin to understand what is it? What was that inside me, right? What is it that was that kept knocking from within, right? Now I begin to understand that. So it was always there. And as I... As I uh, graduated from school I, I moved I'm I immigrated from from India I grew up in India and and to pursue my master's uh, at that time it was master's in computer science I came to the US and then I found went through you know the corporate America uh, worked for companies then left corporate America started my own management consulting executive coaching uh, business which I still do and then started another business uh, which which conducts corporate uh, conferences. So I've done that. But five years ago, that calling, that beckoning became louder and louder. It says, excuse me, Ravi, what are you doing with your life? You know, you've had a wonderful life. It's a blessed life. You've made money. You have a beautiful family. You have a nice house, nice car. But guess what, Ravi? If you continue to do the same thing for the next 30 years, 40 years, you're still going to be at the same point. Mm. And I had a choice. I... Oh, I think we lost you just a little bit right there. Absolutely was sure that that would become a very successful 
uh, aspect of the business and I make a lot of money. But I said, 30 years from now, if when I'm on my deathbed, will it matter how much money I have in my bank account? My doctors will be happy. They will try to keep me alive so that they can make a lot of money. My family will be happy. But what difference will that money make to me? So I better, I had been talking about spiritual progress uh, to anybody who would listen to me. And I said, I need to start making that a priority. And so I said, I need to write this book. I need to begin to bring forward all of this that has been going through my head, all these questions that I had been grappling with all my life. And as I begin to write the book and, and, and also my understanding grew, the points that we made earlier, I begin to realize all these people have made spirituality complex. They have unnecessarily and over the years and ages, we have covered spirituality up in all these layers, right? I want to take it out and, and share with the world that spirituality is simple and you have it. You already have it. You do not need anybody's blessings. You do not have to go to a pilgrimage. You do not have to climb a mountain. You do not have to dive to the bottom of the ocean. You do not have to go anywhere in your own house. You can make spiritual progress because spirituality exists within you. It is accessible 24-7. I said this earlier and I love saying this. I cannot give you spirituality and I cannot take it away from you. Nobody can. No religious leader can take away your spirituality, no matter how much they judge you. No spiritual leader can take away your spirituality. And, and I, I, I say this with, uh, um, with a little trepidation. Not even God can take away your spirituality. You know why? Because whether you believe in God or if you don't, if you believe in God, recognize this. God gave you spirituality the moment you were born. God is so, not waiting for you later. You already have this. Experience it. Experience. It's like, uh, sorry, uh, I, I kept on talking as, as you want to say something. I'll, yeah. I'll say this example also is that it's as if we are all carrying a billion dollars in our back pocket. And we are not accessing it. Oh, I love that. And I'm that kind of transitions to where I'm going. So for the listener who's listening today and they want to know, well, what will connecting to the spirituality, which you say is always there, we know that's always part of us, it's inseparable, but what if what will connecting to it, operating from that place, what will it do for their life? What will it do for our life? How, how will it change or augment? What is the expectation that one should have when connecting to their spirituality ah, well, or what, accessing it? I should say. What that. a beautiful question, Ravon. What what a beautiful question. And we talked about this. Spirituality is practical, right? So spirituality is not about mysticism. Spirituality is not about heaven or or hell. Spirituality is not about judging. Right? What is spirituality? Why is spirituality practical? So when we look at our world today and we look at how our lives are and the amount of stress and anxiety that every one of us has, right? The pandemic was a very stressful time, but all of us deal with stress and anxiety. All of us grapple with life and sometimes life is really tough. But at other times, we make our own life 
very tough. We can have everything on earth and yet we are dissatisfied because my neighbor has more than me, because my friend has more than me, or my relative has more than me, or I work at, 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 in the office and somebody else got promoted when I deserved more, right? And I come home and I lose that promotion. It went to somebody else. Well, I may be in my beautiful home and my beautiful car, but I promise you, I'm not in a happy place, right? And then there are other challenges that life gives us. Life gives us uh, health challenges, financial challenges, career challenges, you name it, the number of challenges that life throws at us. And, and this is to your work. Uh, and I, I applaud you for that work about everyday peace is that and you keep saying this, is that no matter what the circumstance, you can find peace, right? And so how, how do you, what, what is, what does spirituality give us? And what is spirituality, right? So we can, we can get into that discussion. But before we get to that discussion in, in my book, Happy Soul, Hungry Mind, uh, and I, I and thank you for liking the title. Maybe I'll, I'll talk just to, briefly about the title. Hungry Mind, and, and you know, it fits with what we're talking about, is since the day that we have been born, our mind is hungry. Even toddlers, you look at that, they want stuff. We're always wanting we either want stuff that we don't have or we want to preserve the stuff that we have, right? I want my spouse to treat me like I am a, a king or a queen my entire life, right? I want my kids to listen to me. My, I want my parents to listen to me. I want my friends to do. I'm, I'm a hungry mind, right? And, and so I, I keep asking and wanting and then I want to be, I'm, then I'm afraid of losing what I have. And I spend all my life just doing that. What am I doing? I am serving this mind. And the mind is restless. It is never satisfied because even if I give it all the best things in life, mm -hmm. it gets bored with it and it goes, okay. Right. It goes, yeah. okay, yeah, that's great. Go go work more hard for me, do something, I'm bored, do this, do that, right? And that is where all the challenges in life begin to happen. Spirituality teaches us that be careful of your own mind. That the peace that you're seeking, the happiness that you seek in the world and to satisfy the mind, that Peace will never arrive because the mind will be always hungry. It will never be satisfied. If you truly want to experience the ultimate happiness and joy and peace of your life, you have to go beyond the mind. So we're, that's a great place for us to stop right there for a moment and just reflect on the mind is forever hungry, insatiable. So knowing that our mind is forever hungry, forever insatiable, I love what you said. We have to move beyond the mind and we only have to look back at our history. We wanted this, whatever the this is, the house, the car, the spouse, the career, the degree. We wanted that. We got that. And yet the mind moves on to the next thing that it wants. It's no longer satisfied with that. Now, 
uh, I don't want to jump all over women, but we women, we know this. We've got to have a certain pocketbook or a certain pair of shoes. We just can't live without it. We get it. And no sooner than we get it home, well, they're old and we're on to the next thing. And that is no criticism of us as women. That is no criticism. You know, men, I'm sure, have their own thing. But I use it as an example to point to we all know that the mind is insatiable. And it can drive us and drive us and drive us. That's why, Robbie, the work that you do, the writing, the you know, happy soul, hungry mind, so important. Spirituality. To connect with our spirituality is to connect with ourselves in a place of contentment. That's how I see that. Yes, yes. How, yeah. how beautifully said is that this insatiable mind, if you serve a master who is never going to be satisfied, at some point, we better wisen up and go, okay. And, in, and this is not, how should I say this? I This is not about criticizing the mind, right? It, it, you cannot criticize fire for being hot. That I mean, that is yeah, that would be completely stupid. You don't. You need to keep your distance from fire. You cannot. If you're going to stick your finger in the, in the flame and then complain it burned you, well, it's not fire's fault. Okay, that is is the nature. You need to understand the nature of fire, and then learn how to manage it because then you can get it to work for you as opposed to destroying your house. The mind, there is nothing wrong with the mind. And this is not about criticizing the mind. It is about understanding the mind. Once I understand how my mind goes out, right? And so people come and tell me, well, I'm really upset. I am really sad, right? I am really unhappy. And I tell them, look, say it this way. Say, my mind is really upset. My mind is really unhappy. My mind is depressed. When you separate yourself from the mind, then you go, yes, I am really upset that that person insulted me. I am really upset that, that, per that I did not get the promotion. And then you go, well, I am not upset. My mind is upset that that person insulted. And who did the person insult? The person insulted the mind. So this is between the mind and the person. And then you tell the mind, okay, I realize you are upset, but I am your boss, oh mind. I am your boss, oh mind. You are not my boss. I am the owner of you, oh mind. So listen, I know you're upset. I heard you. And for those of us, who have had kids and we have had kids who have thrown tantrums. What have we told our kids? We say, yes, I know. Johnny, you're upset. And I heard you. I realized that you had a fight in school. But you know what, Johnny? It's time for you to calm down and go play. And we need to start treating the mind in that fashion. We say, okay, I know, oh, mind, I know you're upset. But it is time for you to calm down. I'm not going to let you ruin my entire evening. Because I know you're upset. Now, this is, I, I make it sound so simple. It's very difficult to do. I give, will give you that. But the more we learn and the more we progress, because the more we able to distance ourselves from the mind, then we realize that everything that we have seen in our lives has been colored by our mind experience. And the true experience of life 
is when we can completely quiet the mind. And when so, we quiet the mind, that's when we start experiencing the spiritual experience. So let's stay there for a moment because I know that there's a listener out there right now today. I know, Ravi, you have clients that you work with. I have clients that I work with. And I know from working with people and from just being alive and working with myself, there's somebody today whose mind has overtaken them because yeah. they feel disappointment. They feel fear. They feel overwhelmed. They feel anxiety. They yeah. feel uncertainty. The mind is running a million miles per yeah. minute and it's dragging you down rabbit hole after rabbit yeah. hole. And yes. it's fighting you, if you will. This is standing up and opposing you yes. in your happiness. And I love, I love this uh, because I believe in the power of words. And I know that they are they have the they, they have an impact, you know, and they have an impact. Uh there is a phrase that uh, you see people say, see what I'm saying. And that's yes. so true. You will yeah. see what you say. Right. Yes. And so here we are. And we, you say, Robbie, and I want to repeat this because I do not want the listeners to miss this. You say, uh, my mind is upset. My mind is overwhelmed. And then you speak to the mind. Oh my gosh. Right there. Right. Yes. You speak to the mind yeah. and, and and you and you comfort, you let it know that you've heard it. I, I, and I'm just breaking this down because I want these these are tips. Don't miss these tips. These are jewels. You know, this is the this I is think you the connection has broken. Yeah. Right. You say to the mind, I understand, I, I see, I understand you're upset. Yes. I acknowledge that that you are upset, but it is time. Time is yeah. now in, in the now. It yes. is time for you to do what? And I love it. I love you use the example, go play, go be happy. Yes. Yes. Draymond, what 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 I I I I love you the way you pick up these things. It it <laughs> I I I love the way you 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 pick these nuggets up and, and I, your listeners are very blessed that they, they get to listen to you, ma'am. Um so I should say this in the book, Happy Soul Hungry Mind is actually a conversation it's it's the story of this man who's having he's an entrepreneur he's having business challenges and then he has family tragedy and so the discussion starts that way but you know people who horrible I... things in life when we when we lose a loved one right and uh when we lose a loved one uh our own mind begins to torture us in this endless cycle, right? It tortures it. It, it gives us, you know, it may be guilt. It may be remorse. It may be the separation, but loved one is gone, but our mind harasses us and constantly beats us till time begins to stop the mind's hold on us. And the mind completely captures and you go, Ah, and I, I, you know, people who have lost loved ones, they tell me they cannot sleep because they go to sleep and then they're up at three in the morning and that's it. After that, the mind is in control and they're not able to stop the mind, right? The mind, their own mind tortures them like crazy. And that happens to in all situations, right? Somebody who loses money in the stock market may still have millions of dollars, but would go crazy right? Because they have lost millions, but they still have millions to anybody else. You know, that, that would be a blessing, right? 
somebody who had 100 million and is down down to 50 million, but is miserable, is completely miserable, though that remaining 50 million would be a lifetime of blessing and joy for someone else, right? It is our own mind that begins to torture us, right? And we So how do we, what, I, I understand the questioning. I understand the speaking to the mind. Are, are there any other tips that we can give? Our, you mentioned a phrase that we hear so frequently, many of us, is quiet the mind. Yeah. Let it rest. And oh, is it meditation? How do, what is a practical way for the average person to quiet their mind? Yes. So I talk about three ways to do that, uh, to building up. Uh, in my book, To Quiet the Mind. But the first one you, you have to recognize is that you have to, you know, because we live in a frenzied world uh, where things are constantly moving. We are bombarded by work, by stuff we do and, and electronics all the time. The first thing that we have to learn to do is begin to disengage from all the life's bombardments, right? Because our mind doesn't know, we have not trained the mind how to be peaceful, we have to start. So you have to start disengaging with that. Uh, and for that, I have a specific exercise that I recommend people do every evening after you come back from work or, or you know, before you, you eat dinner, where you let the mind purge of all the thoughts that you've had that day and let it let it calm down a little bit. Let it step back and breathe a little bit, right? Because we are coming back from work and then we are having dinner and then we're watching TV and still bombarding it more. We're not letting it breathe. We need to let it breathe. So we need to do that every, every day. On weekends, if you have some time, we need to do what I call quiet time, where you don't do anything. Let it, let it go down a few more levels because it's so elevated all the time. It is on all the time. You say, okay, let me take a quiet 45 minutes and just sit and do nothing. You know how difficult it is for people to do nothing? It is really difficult, but it's one of the most powerful things you can learn. And then once you have done that, then you're ready for meditation. And I have a very simple technique for meditation that I've shared in a video on YouTube. I talk about it in my book too. But then you're ready for meditation, which is which will allow you to take the mind even below and, and calm it down. I love that i love that and it's so it's all about getting to a place where we can be silent because truly what i hear you to be saying robbie is that uh, the answers are there for whatever you're dealing with the answer is present but when immediately and, and robbie you can you can expound on this if you like we have just a few minutes but uh, I, I practice under the belief that immediately when the when the so-called problem, we use the P word, when the problem shows up, the solution shows up with it. They're yes. paired together. Yes. But because we have our focus on the noise of the problem, we miss the silent answer. Yes, yes, yes. Because, yeah. yeah, because the mind is so active. So I, I, I give this example in the book. I say, if you go out, in, in the middle of the day and the sun is shining in the, in the summer, you're not going to be able to look at the landscape because there is too much light, right? You're not going to be able to see the landscape because you have to squint your eyes. But if you, if you wear some uh, 
some sunglasses and you go out, now you'll be able to see the, the landscape. When your mind is overwhelmed, when you are upset, when you are angry, when you are uh, guilt, you know, having feelings of guilt or what all the other emotions, and then the problem hits you, you have fear, you're not able to see the solution because there is just too much sunlight coming into you. You cannot see the landscape. But when you calm the mind down, it's like putting sunglasses and you look at the same landscape and you go, oh my God, I can see it. There is a solution that I am now able to see. And that mind which was working against you, now that same mind begins to work for you. You say, okay, mind, look, I've calmed you down. Now you go start working on the solution or look for a solution or start thinking about solution, right? Yeah. The other thing that you know I talk about in this book is, is changing our perspective on life itself. And our expectations, right? Because what happens to us today is that we get hit with the problem and we completely lose it, right? Because we always think problems will come in somebody else's lives. I am not going to have a problem, right? My neighbor's house is going to be robbed. My neighbor's house is going to be hit by, by a tornado. It's never going to happen to me. And so when it happens, then you go home. I never thought this would happen to me. Even though... You know, last uh, year there was a hurricane and, and you know, 10 houses down, you see what it, you say, no, no, but that will never happen to me. And so we have to start changing our expectations and our perspective. You say life is going to be difficult. I have to be prepared for it. I have to be ready for it. We as families have to be ready for it. I, I, I talk to couples who are older couples and I say, be ready. If one of you leaves, leaving the other one behind. Have you prepared for that? We don't think about those things, right? Because we are used to thinking about life in rosy terms. And all of us want a good, perfect life. I wish I could promise you that. How I wish I could go back and recreate this world and promise you that. But the fact is, this is how life is. And I need to help you be prepared for it. You're my child. I need to teach you the ways of life and say, look, you're going to find disappointments. You are going to find problems. You are going to find challenges. Be ready but, to accept them. Be ready so that your mind doesn't get overwhelmed and you go, okay, yes. I knew somebody told me I, go, I could get challenges and now I'm seeing roadblocks. I am prepared for it. I will not let this overwhelm me. I would not let my mind get all consumed with the problem. And so when I have coached CEOs and I've gone into them and I say, okay, they say, look, Ravi, I have a unique problem. And I go, of course, you do have a unique problem. When I know that every CEO on earth has the same problem, but they want to feel, I say, oh, no, no, my problem is unique because I'm so smart. But, you know, this is a really vexing problem. And I go, of course, of course. No, no, you, you know, this is a vexing problem. That's why you, your brilliance cannot solve it. You need my help, right? Right. And, and, and that's a good point right there, is what you are saying right now is for everyone. And I know we have people at every socioeconomic bracket there is. And so uh, no matter where you are, this is the solution that is independent of intellect. This is the solution that is equally available. You said this at the very beginning, Robbie. 
that there is no discrimination in this. Yeah. This is the solution that is equally available to everyone. The only thing, the only one that could remove or delay the solution in your life is you. Yes. And so Ravi is here today to help us to decide differently, to decide differently, to decide that you want to connect with the solution, right? And I, there's so much. We're, we're just about out of time. I, I, he's got to come back because there's just so much you have to hear. But equally as important, you've got to get the book. You've got to get the book. You've got to get the book. You've got to get happy soul, hungry mind. Because right now, if not you, then somebody you know is tormented by their mind, by their thought processes, right? The way they perceive what is happening. We don't, we, we all, look, we've all been there. We cycle through there. So I had to tell you that sometimes I go there several times in a day. My mind is, is, is going and going and going down this rabbit hole and that rabbit hole. And each rabbit hole gets more fearful than the one before until we decide to do as Robbie has said, to make that the situation of the mind. It's not, the, it's not my situation. It's the mind situation, right? You see the separation. separation. And then go into that space and counsel, consult, let the mind know what the next course of action is. Yeah. Acknowledge, counsel, consult with the next course of action. Um, Robbie, tell us, please, where can we put our hands on this book, this valuable book? It's a Christmas gift. It's a solution. It's a solution at every age. I think the sooner you start, the better. If you got children and they're going off to college, I got two in college, this is the book. This is you got in there. So how can we put our hands on this book? Yes, no, please read the book and give me feedback. You can buy it on Amazon. Uh, it's on Amazon and uh, and and later this year, we'll also release an audio book, but it is on Amazon available today in hard copy. Uh, so get the book. Um, and if I if I visit your town, I will come sign the book. <laughs> oh, wonderful. We got a promise there. So get the book, Happy Soul, Hungry Mind. The author is Robbie. Pathoria. He's been our special guest today. We're learning how to live in our space of peace every day. We're learning this. This is a technique, right? This is a process. Yes, you can do it. We all can do it. Join us. There is strength in numbers. Knowing that there is someone right now embarking on the same path of solution through spirituality, just like you join us you will not be sorry that you did robbie i can't thank you enough for being our special guest today uh we he will be back you've heard him promise it and i've promised that we're going to have him back we're going to unpack this together we're going to get to this place together until next time i'm dr drayvon james i absolutely love you thank you thank you thank you dr james i appreciate your time i appreciate your listeners time and maybe all find the peace every day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. 
Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.